0: Hi, everyone. So glad you joined us for the Arise Ministry Single Momcast. I'm Pam Kennealy, co-founder and Mel Hyatt, Project Development Director, is hosting today's program with me. Hi, Mel. Hi, Pam. I'm looking forward to today. Me too. You are too. Friend, if ever there has been a program or topic I want to share with our entire Single Mom Arise family, it is this one. Why? Because it addresses what we long for the most, and it is inner freedom from our own bondage of pain, guilt, inadequacies, and unworthiness. If you've ever had a lingering hurt, which we all have, this program today is for you. If you've ever had a hang-up, this program today is for you. If you've ever had a destructive habit This program is for you. Today, we are talking about recovering from the repression we feel from our painful past issues or the guilt we feel from our debilitating present issues. So how do we break away from those dysfunctional, compulsive, and addictive behaviors? Where do we turn to fix our pain? Where do we begin the road to recovery, spiritual renewal, and restored purpose that Jesus has promised? Friend, we have a place today for you to turn. And I'm so happy to introduce you today to two professionals in their field, Chuck and Vicki Robinson. Together, they have a counseling agency called Refine Counseling. It's here in Edmond, Oklahoma, but you can find them at refinecounseling.org. They have been a part of Celebrate Recovery, which is what we're talking about today, it's a program, for 21 years. They are alcohol and drug counselors. Chuck is a licensed minister. Vicki is a trauma counselor. Uh, they are truly masters in their field in every way. So. With that being said, um, welcome, you guys. I'm glad Thank you're you. here today. Hi, Pam. Hi there. We're and so, Mel. And Mel. <laughs> We're so glad you're here. And we say hi to all you single mamas listening today, just tuning in to hear what we have to say. So before we start, Vicki and Chuck, uh, is there something you would like for our audience to know about you that maybe they don't know? Well,
1: we uh, have been in personal recovery for quite some time, and so that's why we felt really called into this ministry. And uh, it uh, has really enriched our own personal recovery quite a bit, as well as uh, enabled us to be uh, involved in a ministry that is actually worldwide. And uh, we have... now children of our own and grandchildren that attend and how celebrate many? recovery and how many?
2: nine
1: yes, grandchildren <laughs> and four boys <laughs> that, uh, so that have produced nine grandchildren yes. which is
0: really exciting and uh we're just glad to be here today we're so glad that's so great um chuck do you have anything you want to add to that that you want us to know about you
2: Well, um, this is a second career for both of us. And uh, when uh, the youngest of our four sons was in high school, we said, what are we gonna do with the last quarter of our lives? And um, we both, having had our personal experience uh, in recovery, uh, decided that this was the area that God had called us to do. So, um, we sought out education and licensure, in order to fulfill what we believe God's plan was for the last quarter of our lives. That
0: is so wonderful, and you have helped thousands of people, and certainly the people listening today. Today, we're talking about a program called Celebrate Recovery, but first I want to ask you guys, what happened in your life early on that made you want to mentor people in overcoming their own hurts, hang-ups, and habits? What happened in your life that changed your course?
1: Well, uh, the last step of uh, the 12 steps that we've been on this journey for a while uh, is that you continue to carry the message to others. And so that part of our purpose uh, helps, first of all, ensure our own recovery because uh, it's a uh, life insurance policy for us to not fall back into our own addictions, mm-hmm. as well as the fact as it gets us out of ourselves. You know, I don't know about you, but I am my favorite subject. Mm-hmm. Aren't you yours? <laughs> Some days. <laughs> and yes. so, uh, but I really do sometimes need to get out of myself Me too because I uh, get in my head And I can't get out of there. Uh And the very best thing to do is to help somebody else. I love that. And if you pick up the phone and you call somebody and say, tell me about your day, you're out of yourself
0: immediately. I love that. Getting out of your own head.
2: I think we're taught by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that uh, we're not here to lead, we're here to serve. And uh, in order for me to find my own... uh, Uh, personal serenity and peace I have to reach out of myself and serve somebody else Um, I can get out of balance with that um, and we call that codependency Um, but I uh, believe that I was saved for a reason for a purpose and uh, God is using uh, the the trials that I went through uh, to help another person find healing through Christ Jesus. That is so great. I love that. So
0: that's beautiful.
3: I love your story of setting down and saying, what is next? Instead of, we got these kids almost out of the house, now we can party. <laughs> um, and that has led you to all of these things. And one of those is Celebrate Recovery. But can you tell us a little bit more about what is Celebrate Recovery and how it got started, maybe for our listeners who aren't? Um, in the know of that
2: so celebrate recovery was founded at saddleback church by a man who just passed away this last february uh john baker Uh, it is now being carried on by his son johnny baker Uh, it was founded in 1991 Uh, JOHN FOUND HIMSELF uh, GOING TO TRADITIONAL RECOVERY MEETINGS AND WAS UNABLE TO MENTION THE NAME JESUS CHRIST WHEN HIGHER POWER WAS MENTIONED. AND JOHN WENT TO RICK WARREN, uh, THE PASTOR OF SADDLEBACK CHURCH, and designed a recovery ministry for their church. And other churches in the Southern California area um, got wind of it and asked for copies of what they were doing, and the next thing they knew, it just kind of grew and spread. And now Celebrate Recovery is literally all over the world and in our prisons uh, and in many, many churches in small towns across the United States.
0: That's amazing. You know what, guys? I just, I've heard about Celebrate Recovery forever. I've known people who have taken Celebrate Recovery. About five years ago, somebody gave me one of the five booklets, the five little booklets on it, and I looked at it, and I was just like, this is, I need to take Celebrate Recovery. I mean, you know, all of us can take Celebrate Recovery, every single one of us. Um, But i tell you what, I do, since you've given me this material, Vicki, I love, I have a new passion but I'm burning in my soul for this program. I just love it. And, you know, it's all, but the program Moms is all about finding a way through Christ as you're on your way to recovery. And, um, Girls, we go through different seasons. There's going to be recovery. If you have it all together now, great. Pat yourself on the back. Praise God. But I'm telling you, right around the corner, it's going to be another opportunity to need to recover over something. Right, Vicky? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, it's coming. But listen, this program I love so much, Celebrate Recovery, encapsulates eight principles that underline the mindset of how the program works, and all of these are based on the words of Jesus, the Beatitudes of Jesus. In fact, I noticed as I was looking for it, the acronym RECOVERY, R-E-C-O-V-E-R-Y, and that's kind of the basis of your, is it what, the eight principles, is that right? Can you share these principles and tell me why they are in place exactly? Well, they uh, were derived
1: from the 12 steps from Alcoholics Anonymous, which was founded in 1935, and he uh, put... uh, John Baker put uh, scripture with each one of them so that we would uh, see that that's where all of those steps came from. Sure. <laughs> it was from the Bible. Sure. Well, I'd love they to hear st- the
0: principles. So, okay. I, I am thrilled that there's scriptures to go with them, too.
2: It's interesting, though, to note that the founders of the AA program didn't actually come up with this, that Jesus did mm-hmm. when he gave the Sermon on the Mount the most fabulous sermon ever, ever given. And um, so these eight principles are based upon Jesus' sermon.
0: I love that. I love it. Let's, Let's review a few of those.
1: R is realize that I'm not God. I admit that I'm powerless to control my tendency to do the wrong thing, and my life is unmanageable. Happy are those who know they are spiritually poor, Matthew 5, 3.
0: E, earnestly— okay, before we oh, go to the second okay. one, just, just comment on that first one, the, the recognizing—Chuck, how, how important is that recognizing part?
2: Well, we say that um, uh, admitting that we—or surrendering—is uh, the one we have to do 100%. And so, uh, it is the most powerful of all of the steps, uh, because that surrender to the extent that one can, uh, needs to happen um, 100%. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess what you're saying is if you don't want to help yourself, you other people can't help. You just kind of yes. have to start and say, I need help. Mm-hmm. So that's important. E is
1: earnestly believe that God exists, that I matter to him, and he has the power to help me recover. Happy are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. comforted Matthew 5, 4.
0: Vicki, I have single moms listening today that don't feel like they matter. What did what did you say about to feel like that they recognize they matter? How do you make yourself feel like you matter if you all of your life you have felt like you don't matter? How do you just turn that switch?
1: It is a supernatural experience mm-hmm. that happens through humility and through embracing who you are and whose you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because we kind of think that uh, who we are is a mom, Mm -hmm. a grandmom, a a professional, Mm -hmm. and that is not our identity. Our identity is in Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that is really what matters. It is. And that's the purpose of who we are. It
0: is. Mel, part of your testimony— goes back to honestly just coming to realize all of our testimony, I don't mine included, is coming to know who we are in Christ and realizing that we do matter. And I've heard you speak before of some moments in time where you recognized your identity, where you mattered, and your, your willingness to move forward. Do you have any comments on anything about what you have recognized at any point in time where you said,
3: I matter, I make a difference? I think it's just been important for me to keep people in my life. So there, when I start to believe that I don't matter, it's because I'm maybe not feeling Jesus or hearing from him or seeing him. Uh, but the times I've felt Closest to him, or when he shows up through other people in my life. So it's always been really important for me to have honest, encouraging friends um, that I could just tell them that I don't really feel like I matter. You know, not that you're always fishing for that, but for me, in those moments, I need a little more. In those moments, I need a little more than just my faith. I need someone to show up and be Jesus. So that has been really important for me. I have, I have people that I know. I have three people in my life that I know remind me how, what God is doing and what he'll continue doing. So I think that's so important to have allies that you can just call on in those moments and not be ashamed that you're having a day. Uh-huh. I love that. And before... What you, you told me yesterday, you told me, to, you told me this little thing to tell you when I needed encouragement. Oh. You said to call and say, I forgot. Okay, well, when she... What uh, is it? We
0: were talking yesterday, and I said, Mel, sometimes if you just need... We were talking about something, and and, um, just call and say the word booster shot. Booster
3: shot. That's what it was. (laughs) I know know what
0: that means. You're going through a spot. You don't want to talk for 30 minutes. You don't want to talk. You just need a few words from me. Just call and say booster shot, please, and I'll just say a few words, because I have had a booster shot friend that I would call into in the morning years ago and say booster shot, and she just needed to tell me it's going to be okay, or whatever I needed. So booster shot. Speaking of booster shot, Mel, Arise Ministries is their booster
3: shot. It is. It, it is. is.
0: it is. God's I just think that's shot.
3: important to acknowledge that maybe you can't always get to that place on your own.
0: Yes. And I think what she's saying too is Vicki or, or Chuck, talk to us real quickly about the, sh- the importance of community. That's just what she's saying, that you need people around you.
2: So, we're called to be in fellowship, and uh, we need people around us that um, can support us and encourage us, that can be a sounding board. They don't have to have all of the answers, but we do need someone to— speak to someone to share with someone who we know on the other line cares and um, so I encourage everybody to find a mentor or sponsor or somebody that's in their life that knows them inside and out and stay in contact with them so that every time you talk you don't have to catch up they just know where you are and understand that it can be as simple as a booster shot to get you back on track, and um, it's not always someone that's going to quote something to you or to have all of the answers. It's going to be someone who just cares.
0: You know what? I got a question real quick. Since I've never been through Celebrate Recovery, do these wonderful individuals that go through Celebrate Recovery meet friends through their program that they stay in touch with? I'm sure they do, or not that it happens all the time, but I is, do. You see sometimes that. Lifelong friends come out of people that go through it together.
1: Definitely, Um, I started with my very first step study, sending out scriptures uh, uh, to my step study sisters. We call ourselves the stepsisters, and the men call themselves Bob Band of Brothers. (laughs) And uh, but uh, those ladies and I have been in contact for. Over 15 years now. And it's just been amazing to uh, be able to encourage people that way and still have friendships that are bonded
0: now internationally. Yes, I love that. So, moms, you're listening today. I don't know where you are, what you're going through, but this is your day with God. Maybe it's an encounter. From him to you saying, you need community. You need the body of Christ. You need sisters to come alongside and help you through this. And this may be a nudging for you to find a church home that would be helpful in your progress. So, Vicki, how about step number three? Consciously choose to commit my life
1: and will to Christ's care and control. Happy are the meek. Matthew 5, 5. This is the step where we make a decision for Christ, where we turn our lives over to the care of Christ. And uh, this is the time that we share our salvation date with other people. And what was our turning point that made us change from following darkness to turning towards light?
0: Chuck, I have moms listening today that have never made that decision, that have never surrendered their heart to Christ. They don't know how to do that. And I just feel led at this moment, if you're a mom saying, I don't know, I've never given my heart to Christ. I've always been my own leader. I've never surrendered my heart to Christ. Can you just very quickly, I just feel led for you to lead our moms briefly through a prayer that they might, if they're ready, they would surrender their heart to Christ right now.
2: So in uh, Isaiah 610, he's talking uh, um, about—he's talking about the bearing and cultivating of—of seed. And at the end of what is said there in Isaiah 610, it says we must turn and we will be healed. Hmm. So what is it today that you need to turn from? and go 180 degrees in an opposite direction? Is it a resentment? Is it a hurt? Is it your own personal affliction? Is it the blame of others? Has your identity been tied up in what has happened to you? We must turn. And when we turn, we put all of the burden upon Christ. If you are out there and have not made that decision or attempted to put the burden on Christ, I would ask that you would join me uh, in praying that Christ would be your Savior and Lord. So we would say something as simple as, Father God, we, we give you thanks and praise for everything that you are doing at this point in time and we turn over to you those things that we've been carrying, the pain that we've been suffering through, our children, the pain that our children have carried. We even turn over those that have hurt us, and we ask that you would take our heart and mold it to become what you would have us be, that from this pain that we would grow, immensely and be able to use our story for the next woman that is in our shoes and father we turn all those things that we have done um, uh, in the past that we're not proud of we turn those over to you and we ask that you would heal our hearts that you would truly engage in our lives and that today would be the first day of the rest of our lives Father, we give you thanks and praise for your movement and your Holy Spirit and your Son, Jesus, and what he did on the cross. We believe that what Jesus did on the cross was for us today and that every stripe he carried on his back was for ourselves. And so we're here today surrendering to you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm,
0: Thank you, Chuck. All right. Let's move forward. Vicki, how about number three, number four. number four? Openly
1: examine and confess my faults to myself, to God, and to someone I trust. Happy are the pure in heart, Matthew 5, 8. This step is usually one of the most challenging mm-hmm. of all of the steps because we do have to face all of the things that we've done in the past and the people that we've harmed and hurt. And sometimes in Celebrate Recovery, uh, people hear this step and they don't want to come back Mm -hmm. because they say, I've done with that and I don't want to go revisit that again. But uh, what we have found is working through step four and step five of that confession step, it does cleanse us. And when we share our hurts with another person, it halves the pain. So we're not totally in there. We got somebody else in the boat with us.
0: Mm, I love that. Let's do number five as well. Number five
1: is voluntarily submit to any and all of the changes God wants to make in my life and humbly ask him to remove my character defects. Happy are those whose greatest desire is to do what God requires, Matthew 5, 6.
0: Mm, I love that one as well. Uh, Let's take step six. Evaluate all my relationships. Offer
1: forgiveness to those who have hurt me and make amends for the harm that I've done to others whenever possible, except for when to do so would harm them or others. Happy are the merciful. Matthew 5, 7, happy are the peacemakers, Matthew 5, 9. This one requires us to make amends and forgive people mm-hmm. for the past harm that we've done, also a very challenging step for mm-hmm. most people. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it says, uh, we, were entirely, we were entirely ready to have God remove our defects of character is that the one you're talking oh, about? Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped one. Okay, well, no, let's no, well, let's talk about number number seven. We humbly ask Him to remove our shortcomings. This this one, we could do a whole podcast on that, Vicky. That's on bitterness mm-hmm. and how difficult it is to let that go. Can you do that? Can you do the number seven if you haven't done the number six? Number six says we are are entirely ready to have God remove the defects of character. That. They kind of go hand in hand, don't they? They do go Talk hand in hand. Talk to us about that. Because you have to be ready to make those transformations
1: and changes, and then God does the transformation. Mm-hmm. We, When you're aware of something, you can change it. Uh, the opposite of fear is faith, okay? So if you're aware of the things you're afraid of, then you can start trying to be more faithful in different things that you've done in the past. So, but God's got to help change that for you. Uh, we can try to do it all on our own, uh, but we're going to fail mm-hmm. most of the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but the transformation comes when we humbly ask God to do that for us.
0: I think that's so significant, Mom, is maybe you're sitting there and you're going, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, I've done that, I've been there, done that, I've tried. I've tried. But it's different when you do what Chuck talks about, where there's a genuine surrender and you have an expectation for God to do something new. So yeah. Our like shortcomings
2: that. and our character defects have become our coping mechanisms. And mm-hmm. so now we're beginning to look at our coping mechanisms and see if they're truly healthy and if they're God-given or they're just protectors. And so sometimes we have to respond by turning again and going a different direction with those flaws in our character. Those weren't God-given flaws; they were mm-hmm. our ways of protecting ourselves, whether it be our anger or sarcasm or whatever the case may be.
0: And that's scary to let that go because mm-hmm. all of a sudden they don't know—they don't know who they are. I don't.
2: I feel like I don't have a protector.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you guys see why Chuck and Vicky, honestly? Um, God has taken him through years of counseling and and working with people why they God is using them in such a great way and I say that to say that if you're listening today and you want some help I I, I ask you to look at not only celebrate recovery but please see how they might help you through their counseling agency that we that we mentioned at the first so I want to bring that back up and Vicki how about number eight
1: reserve a daily time with god for self-examination bible reading and prayer in order to know god and his will for my life and to gain the power of his to follow his will that one right there is kind of combined with step 12 Uh and in those two things they combine that in the celebrate recovery curriculum so it's important that we have a connection with God during this process yes. because if we don't have that and we don't continue this process, we're going to fall into mm-hmm. what we call relapsing behaviors. Yes, yes. and I'm sure you've seen and, that as well. And then the final one is yield myself to God to be used to bring the good news to others, both by my example and by my words. Happy are those who are persecuted because they do what God requires. Matthew Mm 5.10. That is a great one. Thank you for going through
0: those steps. Those are so significant.
3: I know that many who come to Celebrate Recovery are struggling with addictions, yet I read that two-thirds of the participants of Celebrate Recovery are are struggling with something other than addictions, like anger and codependency um, and things like that. So many of our moms are really struggling with guilt and shame. How do you address these types of hurts?
1: Well, those are primarily addressed through—some of the groups will have a group called Hurts, Habits, and Hang-Ups. It's just kind of a collection of different things, or they'll term it just a women's mixed issues group sometimes that's handled in that group. Uh, but we are seeing a strong rise right now in anxiety and depression, and so there's a lot of women that will be in some of those type of groups also, as well as even people uh, who have suffered a loss with grief or uh, losing a spouse and or uh, through divorce. We have uh, several women that go in those particular groups. Mm-hmm. So
2: go ahead. many uh, of us have this perception of what we're supposed to be or what we're supposed to look like or where are we in the community or something. And many of us uh, deal with guilt and shame Brene Brown says that guilt is I've made a mistake and shame is I am a mistake and what happens is that the guilt stacks on top of each other to where we get to a place where we don't see that we have value and we are in a shame cycle so to get out of the shame cycle one must have that. that what Vicki was talking about in the seventh principle, that daily time with God, so that we can get back and be centered. We eat every day, we have to have the time to be centered and be with God in Bible reading and prayer and meditation. And so, We come with guilt and shame, but Christ removes that from us as we daily seek his face and do the work that he's called us to do, which is the serving others and being with others and being a part of a support group where we learn to uh, love and be there with empathy and sympathy for the others that are dealing with the same thing we are.
0: Mm, That's so good. That is so good. You guys, in all the years that you've seen thousands of people— set free from their hurts and hang-ups and habits, what have you found to be the common denominator in them all? The common den- When it's all said and done, the common denominator?
2: I would say uh, some form of deep-seated hurt. Another word for that is trauma. Uh, there's big T trauma, um, and there's little t trauma. And... What is trauma to me may not be trauma to you, so it's trauma is in the eyes of the beholder, but we all have a perceived or a real hurt, and we use outside uh, things to, to, to change the way we feel. Uh, it might be Oreo cookies. Doesn't have to be substances of some type. It might be work. Uh, so it might be exercise. Uh, but we use something to change the way we feel based upon a hurt. And um, it's a shortcut because God intended for him to be the one that changed the way we feel. And this process of sanctification is a lifelong transformation of Christ working in one's life as we each one of us seek his face.
0: That is beautiful. You know what? I... As, as we've heard so many things over the last 30 minutes, another thing that y'all have said over and over, the common denominator, when it's all said and done, Chuck, you just said it, is that Jesus is the healer. It's nothing you say, you think, you work harder, you try harder, you eliminate this, you, it's nothing you do, but it starts with what Chet, Chuck said with surrender, mm-hmm. that Jesus is the healer. You guys, uh, I have moms listening today that want to know more about Celebrate Recovery. Perhaps this is the first time, or perhaps they've been thinking about it, or maybe they tried it and then never went through Celebrate Recovery, but perhaps they're ready. You said they're all over the country. How can one find a Celebrate Recovery program closest to them, and what is the website?
2: So the website is uh, www.celebraterecovery.com and up in the right hand corner on the website it says find a meeting or find a location. You put in your zip code or your city or state and then they'll pop up Uh, the celebrate recoveries that are in that area you tap that button of the one that's closest to you and we have put in there a contact name email address and a phone number of the ministry leader of that particular celebrate recovery and when they meet whether they have teen or uh, children's ministries at that particular celebrate recovery and then you just reach out and contact them
0: okay that's fairly simple
1: and one of the things that's really neat about Celebrate Recovery uh, that I think would be interesting to this, particularly single moms is that they always have child care available. Thank you. That is one of the requirements, that uh, Celebrate Recovery will have child care available.
0: Love that. And thank you for saying that. That's
2: very, very important. And some of the more mature Celebrate Recoveries have a program for children that when mom and dad are doing their work in the large group, that the children are actually going through their own program, not specifically talking about an individual hurt, but getting children to engage in labeling their own feelings so that they know what is going on with inside their body.
0: So it's not just for the moms. There's something for the kids. For being the whole family, and there's well. a teen
2: program too.
0: The whole family, moms, this is amazing. This is so fantastic. You know what? I received the material the other day. Vicky, can you talk to us about which I love this? They have a Celebrate Recovery Study Bible. Can you tell us about that? I just love this. Or one of you talked to us about it. That was one of the uh, additional
1: things that they added to the program, but they waited for a while for more people to have some healing through Celebrate Recovery. So I, I want to say maybe it just came out 10, 12 years ago, the Celebrate Recovery Bible. But uh, it takes the heroes of the Bible, and it talks about their hurts, habits, and hangups uh, for King David. And one of my favorite ones is uh, Moses that uh, his failure with anger and how he, how he hit that rock, and uh, and then he had a relapse because he hit the rock again. <laughs> so, uh, they tell those stories of the heroes of the Bible in, uh, in different chapters, as well as they weave in their different people's stories of their healing and why this particular part of the Bible meant something to them in their lives. So. There's uh, individual modern-day stories in there, as well as biblical stories of the heroes of the Bible in there also.
2: And the chapter and verses that are in there have a little number out to the side of them that actually relates to the specific principle that Vicki talked about earlier so that you can jump back and forth yeah. and see that that applies to the principle that you're working in your everyday life so that the Bible is not just a history book, but it's actually applicable to your daily living.
0: I love that. So how can our moms get a copy of the NIV Celebrate Recovery Study Bible? They can go to that Celebrate Recovery website, and then it
1: will have resources on there, and drop-down window on the resources, and they can order themselves a Bible. Okay. Or uh, some of the Christian Burke stores also carry it.
0: Okay. Well, moms, I want you to be watching their Rise Ministries on our Facebook page. When we post this podcast, we are go- going to be giving away some of these Bibles. So you be looking, because we're going to get some and have some giveaways for you, which I know that will be great. Today has been so amazing. I just before we close or before mail closes, is Chuck or Vicki, is there anything else you would like to say to our single moms that maybe you've been wanting to say or we didn't cover or, or anything specifically that maybe you have on your heart? Well, um, this program
1: initially was uh, written for people with addictions. And I truly do believe we're all addicted to something. Mm -hmm. I mean, it didn't take us all very long to get addicted to our cell phones. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe God created us to be addicted Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to Him. We need to be addicted vertically, not horizontally. (laughs) So let those things go that are horizontal in your world and look up.
2: I would say... um, never 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 give up i would say um that we're made in his image and that he has a plan and purpose for our lives and that uh, find somebody that will help you find what we call in our practice the two p's Um, and the two p's are peace and purpose and if you can find peace and purpose you're not gonna need to change the way you feel. God made you fearfully and wonderfully made in His image. If when you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't see that, ask Him to let you see that. And then be married to God and follow in His footsteps and He will provide for you the healing that you need.
0: You guys are just beautiful conduits of Jesus to our single moms today
3: and I just thank you so much thank you. Yeah Chuck, Vicki thank you for coming today and your voices are so important we're so thankful for them. Single moms we want to remind you that because of Christ we do get to celebrate our recovery and after all like Vicki said we are all in recovery we're recovering from sin and pain and just being human and the great healer is Jesus so we want you to lean into that today and remember that he is celebrating you and so are we so make sure to listen and subscribe to our other episodes wherever you find your favorite podcasts and email us with feedback and let us know if you prayed the prayer today that chuck prayed over you we want to be with you in this journey and we want to celebrate you thank you for listening today